Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at LuckyDiceCafe.com. Everybody, welcome to Clickstuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Want to take a moment to uh, remind everybody that Clickstuff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com. Check out Trollandtoad.com for all of your Hero Click singles needs. We've got two things going on with uh, Trollandtoad right now. We got a five percent off Hero Clicks purchases with coupon code Clickstuff. That's all capitalized. And check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash clickstuff. In the uh, pinned post, we have a free contest for $50 worth of web, web credit with Troll and Toad. Um, and all you have to do is comment your favorite Hero Clicks moment and additional entry by subscribing to our YouTube channel, Clickstuff. Um, so without further ado, introduce my co hosts for today. We got Jason Alvey. Good evening. And returning, uh, who has uh, unclamped, been unclamped, David Gozelman. I, I put the pop in popper. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and with that lead in, we our special guest tonight to talk with us about popper and just join the discussion is uh, Chris Cottrell from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey, welcome aboard, Chris. So, uh, you're you're pretty much local to us. Um, Lexington and Owensboro are three hours apart, but uh, we seem to close that gap pretty much all the time. Um, so, uh, glad to have you on the show. Uh, yeah, we do see a lot of each other. <laughs> so, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Lexington Regional and... Uh, we're going to talk about the upcoming Big Bang Regional today. We'll talk with Chris about Popper, and um, we'll talk about WWE and uh, Black Panther and the Illuminati clicks. Um, so, first of all, Lexington, Kentucky did have a regional this past weekend, which Clickstoff's very own Samantha Powell won. Somebody very near and dear to my heart, at least. Um so she won with the Hawkeye build uh, in a pretty crazy game. Um, let's see. I ended up third place with Vulture. And Chris, you ended up somewhere fifth to eighth, I think. Yeah, I think uh, after the final points, I, I came in sixth. Cool. So we had uh, 18 players with some really good competition. Um, so it was a fun day. Um, I actually lost to you in the first round, um, but battled my way back to become the first seed. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that prison tier map in the garbage. <laughs> oh, how I love that map! Yeah, that door terrain messed me up. I just uh, I, I'd only had like three rounds on that vulture team, and uh, I was trying to figure out all the mechanics of it. 
and uh, that prison tier map messed me up. But uh, we'll know. Yeah, it was it was crazy map. That's it's a it's a really really good map. Um, so, it, but uh, Stephen. Fun Clark, fact. What's that? <laughs> my first top sixteen matchup was against Chris. Yes, actually, that was my my first major Hero Clips tournament. Actually. Yep, that was my second. We met in the top sixteen. Did you uh, win, Dave? I did. I won that whole thing that day. So, yeah, he was he was playing a skin build, and I was playing a uh, Bizarro, a right? Utility belt, Bizarro, and uh, Phantom Girl team. Oh, was back at Richmond. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's ancient. That's, uh... <laughs> that was before. That was before the Daniel Powell era. Yeah. <laughs> That was before lantern batteries. Yeah. Um, yeah that was, everybody's like, so what do you think is going to come out with this Deadpool set coming up? It was like the first <laughs> Deadpool set. Um, you know what, though? Uh, funny enough, um, I would not be playing uh, competitive had it not been for Chris. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you remember that, really? Chris? I remember that tournament. Yeah, it was a, it was a very small tournament, but it was a fun one. Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, it was at the Lexington Comic Con early 2015. Uh, that sounds about right. Because uh, it wasn't 2014, because 2014 is when we started. I'm coming up on four, five years this month. So it was early, know, yeah, early 2014. Right after the batteries came out. Yeah. So I, um, the Lexington Comic Con had a 300-point modern tournament. Uh, and I think they gave away like a Necron, and it was pretty good pricing. Um, and uh, I, you know, I decided that I was going to try out that tournament to see if um, folks in other stores would be welcoming to a new player that they had never met. And uh, the guys were completely welcoming because uh, you were there, and um, that gentleman from Louisville was there and he actually won it um my friend trevor was there as well yeah and then um uh what's his name was running it um the guy from lexington that uh or maybe it was he's from northern kentucky um he's from northern kentucky i i don't recall the name unfortunately you know who i'm talking about jason oh yeah um, Do I? Yeah, he played Star Wars minis too. Mm. Jerry Cook. Yeah, Jerry. I think there he, we go. I think no, he, no, he's from down south. Of, uh, yeah, oh, top of life. He was from like the London area. Yeah, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so Jerry ran it. Um, so yeah, no, but uh, I played Chris and uh, you know Chris and Trevor and then the gentleman from Louisville. I, I forget. He's been to our tournaments before. Um, he, uh, they were all welcoming, and that's what uh, made me decide that the HeroClix was a friendly enough community to uh, join up and start playing more competitively. So now that's we know good. who to blame for unleashing Daniel Powell upon the Damn world. it, Chris. No, it was Neil Burner was the other one. Neil Burner, <laughs> that's who it was. Yeah, Neil. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Neil. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then, Chris, we met up in that first round um, later that year at the Big Bang uh, Super Qualifier that uh, Easton ended up winning. With the double quarries? Yeah, he. no, I don't think he played. Yeah, did he play the double quarries? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I, I was playing the Cal Rainer with uh, Harley because that's when Easton actually like started winning events. Yeah. <laughs> because before that, that he would only... hmm? is that when he beat Justin with the orange power battery. Yes, I believe so. And he had double Corys with I think green or something maybe, or maybe he had orange. He yeah, had orange too. Was oh, he was playing like an Omega. Like was he playing like Omega Drive on like green or something? No, no I think that was later. That was later on when I guess yeah yeah, <clears throat> but I mean. Yeah, because up until that point, Easton, like, had just started winning then. Like, he um, he was getting, like, second and third and, like, top four and, like, everything, but not winning the Super Qs and stuff, and he started winning it. So... But, yeah. You were talking about Steven. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're fine. I, um... I was just going to say that uh, Stephen Clark Jr. knocked out uh, both Chris and I Saturday. I mean, I gotta, I gotta give props to Stephen, man. Like a couple years ago, like I'd be like, "Oh, I'm playing Stephen. All right, I'm pretty sure I got this." But now, I think he's really improved in the last, especially like year and a half or so. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think since he joined up with the CWO guys, he's uh, got someone to bounce ideas off of, and you know talk about the game with and stuff like that. I think it's done them a lot of good. Yeah, I say we are happy to have it. Yeah. So, well, Chris, um, I, I do have a um, alligator question for you, but uh, tell us a little bit about uh, about yourself, uh, just uh, personally about HeroClix. When did you start playing, and uh, what's your favorite piece of all time? Well, actually, this is the second time I started playing. I actually was uh, one of the, the people who was, I was one of the, the WizKids uh, judge teams when, when they were doing Mage Night, and then they introduced HeroClix, and so I got to play that from, from the very pro. Uh, but then I, I kind of stepped away from the game for a while when the, the comic shop that I was running events in shut down, and... Um, just came back to it about the time uh, Superman and Legion of Superheroes came out. Um, so got reintroduced to it uh, by the group that plays in Richmond. They're, they're a really solid, casual bunch of players um, and uh, got a taste of the competitive scene when Richmond ran its first, uh, I want to say it was a rock. Uh, it, it was the one that, that David, you know, kind of handed me my butt uh, <laughs> but uh it was a really great time i found out i enjoyed being competitive and so that's where i started getting more and more serious about the game and i forgot the second part of the question <laughs> uh, your favorite uh, favorite hero clicks of all time um honestly right i i have to say that it would be uh the op kit dormant move I love that piece. I, I had a team that I absolutely loved playing that was built around that. And uh, I don't know why. I don't even know that much about the character. I just really like Dorma move. Yeah. 
Let's see that you played that one. Um, I think at one of the last Lexington ones with the yellow battery, didn't you? Right. It was a 250 point Dormammu with the yellow battery. Uh, it had uh, Brainiac as a possessor, so that you know he started off with the world was working like clockwork. Um, and you had a couple of a few constructs on there that you could throw out on the mindless ones that he generated. And so he was just really, really hard to hit. He could bury himself behind a wall, and he could uh, reduce penetrating damage. Yeah, because that was a big deal then with the uh, with the nick coming off the card at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I miss Possessors. I wish they'd have a few more. Yeah, I do miss those, but I mean, we're getting those objects that do everything for six points or four points or ten points. Yeah, it's getting a little bit crazy now with the equipment. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, so Chris, the alligator question is: you you are familiar with Mister Chomps, our mascot, right? Uh, no, actually, I'm not. I apologize. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that's just going to make Mr. Chomps even angrier. Mr. Chomps is our uh, nasty-ass wrestling alligator. Um, and um, he, you may not know him, but he knows you. Oh. Um, and uh, he, 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 been, uh, we've been talking today, um, and uh, he wants to know, would you rather wrestle Mr. Chomps, the nasty-ass wrestling alligator, in a match to the death? Or start out all future Hero Clicks matches against OMAs three points down. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, I just got to say I'm not too confident about my alligator wrestling skills, so so I think I, I would have to start points down. But you know, I, I know how that feels to lose by three points because <clears throat> Stephen Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. He's had my number twice now. So, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chomps is uh, uh, is ready to, is always ready to go. Um, I think, who was our last guest, Jason? I think they, they took on Mr. Chomps. Wasn't that uh, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon Chastain. Chastain? Said, yeah, mm -hmm. he, he was going to take on Mr. Chomps, so. Yeah, so that's two in a row. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a brave man. I I, I, I kind of step back from from the alligator. <laughs> so, um, so Chris, um, I mean, we've got some questions for about uh, Popper, but uh, you know, I'll just kind of turn it over to you, and uh, you just kind of you wanted to get on here and talk about Popper and kind of what you've uh, built up this season with Popper so far, and what what your plans are for the the future with Popper. Yeah, so uh, we've been running the pauper circuit since January, which essentially all that was was that anybody could run a win a map as a, a pauper circuit event. Uh, there were rules that you could find on the Facebook page, um, but uh, the, the essence of it was all uncommons and commons, and that includes all of the game elements without the primes, fast forces, and uh, starter sets. Um, the, the idea I have to say is not original. Uh, I do want to tip my hat to the guys at married with clicks. Um, I was introduced to their concept of the everyman project, uh, by James Peters and, uh, really liked the idea, but 
I wanted to try to get a little bit more steam behind it. So I, I wanted to set up the circuit. And um, when I did that, I, I ran the question by, by some other players. And ultimately, we, we talked about it and we thought, well, some of these fast forces pieces get every bit as expensive as, as some of the, the really high-end chases sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, the giant girls and mm-hmm. the whole wall were, were getting pretty expensive there. And the goal was to make the game as, as inviting and as open as possible and to, to give some newer players, you know, a gateway to get into competitive clicks. Uh, so we, we ultimately decided that this was how we were going to run the circuit. Uh, we've got one month left in the circuit, so anybody can send in results to their events uh, no later than 11.59 p.m. on June 1st. And uh, I do have a current points tally up to where whoever has the top 16 points will get an invitation to the championship, uh, which is going to be a a 16-player, three rounds of Swiss, uh, cut to top eight, and uh, the winner will be a champion. They will also get a uh, case of whatever booster set they want to get. And uh, we're, we're hoping to have a really good turnout. We're running that event during Origins uh, at Heroes and Games, which is the store that's there inside the convention center. Uh, I want to thank Jay Major for helping us get set up there. I uh, also want to thank James Peters for agreeing to be the judge for that event. Um, hopefully we'll have a really good turnout for it. Being there at Origins, we were hoping that you know the Nationals crowd would uh, come by and take a look and see what was going on and hopefully give us a good push into the second season. Uh, In the second season, we are going to be, I've actually got a council that I'm forming uh, from some players from across the country to get a better idea about how to grow and develop the format uh, and to find out what worked and what didn't work and try to improve upon it for the second season. Cool. All right. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, we, you know, we did a win a map with uh, the popper, and we're doing another one uh, this month. Mm-hmm. If uh, Jason had remembered to order the kit. Well, we're still gonna play. This won't be a win a map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll still do our event. Um, but no, we've really enjoyed the uh, the format, Chris. Um, yeah, I like know, it a lot. You know, I think I think what's important and what I think is kind of what I've taken away from it is. Um, it's com- it's it's still a competitive format. Uh, you still want to play your best team, pl- put your best foot forward. Um, but the point is, is that it's affordable for everyone. Um, it's still accessible to everyone. Um, I think and that's exactly what we are looking for. Um, I think maybe, and I'm sure you probably are going to probably look at having colossals in the format. Um, uh, at least I think I think that makes the most expensive thing in the format the uh, the giant girls. Uh, yeah, the uh, the uncommon giant girls from uh, from AI. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking yeah. up right now, and they are up to seven dollars a piece now. Oh wow, they jumped up. Yeah, but I mean, for as far as a competitive format goes. Seven dollars a piece. Oh my god! What are y'all doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, trying 
put you in the pool. What do we do into you? I know it. Um, we have like fifty giant girls between me and Dan, so you're probably okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're fine. So I think I actually have thirty giant girls now. Um, That's just I ridiculous. I have, I have, I have twenty. <laughs> I have twenty of the regular, of the uncommon ones. Yeah, I think I think I'm up to like thirty of the uncommon ones. Were you like out on the corner letting yourselves out for like giant girls or something? I, I, I like, bought them. I, I bought them day one. Like <laughs> I bought them. Day, yeah, I bought them day one for three bucks a piece. Yeah, I think I got them for like two something. Yeah, he's Maybe. trying to build a Randy Carter harem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, the uh, and I think the other yeah I don't know like uh, like Jakar is a really useful piece in the format I don't know if y'all have seen much of that but he's only like three bucks right now I've seen him come has up anybody tried the uh, fat Spidey popper build yet not yet I, at least not that I have seen okay uh, it's now, out there yeah we <laughs> syndicate um. I think West Coast. I, I may have heard of one build using it out on the West Coast. Um, there's, of course, Cable. Cable, is, Cable, and the X Men um, has been pretty, pretty potent. Not unbeatable, but potent. Yeah, I think what I think what to me what's important about the X Men in common and uncommon is there's no free attacks. So yeah. while cable shooting you, you know whatever fourteen attack six damage potentially, um, I mean he doesn't, um, you know he he doesn't hurt you for attacking him, and he doesn't bust stealth either. Right. So there's things like uh, you know Batman Beyond that's really good, and um, there's a lot of diversity that's still good within the format. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we're we're still figuring out what's good because you know everybody's so used to playing the meta. This is just a different meta, and it really hasn't solidified yet. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything that's just really overpowering. <laughs> um, right. So there there are times where I feel like if you have a crap ton of giant girls, that you have a distinct advantage. I mean, I don't know. It just, sometimes I look across the map and I'm like, okay, well, this person has like eight giant girls. I mean, what am I going to do against that? I have commons and uncommons. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's just something that I've kind of run into whenever I've played it. Oddly enough, I haven't seen a lot of issues with the giant girls. Of course, sometimes... You know, placement is is key as well because you know one good hit from a jubilee called in can uh, can really wreck the day if if they place poorly. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen hardly any builds using her though either. Not Dan played one that time that was pretty good. Yeah, there's nothing you could do against it. You're just gonna get wrecked. <laughs> Too yeah. many big ladies. Yeah, I mean, I played the giant girls, but I also have played it where you had to play it five actions. So I was pretty much all in on the giant girls with that build. Right, but I mean, like every I, they did win an event, didn't they? In the popper, 
like one of the first ones. I'm pretty sure that there was a team with a bunch of giant girls on it. Well, I mean, I won with uh, a team with two giant girls. It was just an Avengers build. Um, but the the real winner on that was uh, was the Thor uh, because she got a second attack once she hit the if she hit the first attack. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's one of the few that have a a free attack with it, and uh, you know it's it's the Thor that Jane Foster can turn into. Yeah. Um, She's a really, really solid piece for Pauper, and then you combine her with the um, Stasis Spider-Man uh, from Secret Wars, and um, he's he's really good for eighty points. And considering how the game is a bit slower than than what um, what your standard meta is, so those two Stasis tokens don't really hurt you too terribly bad with that Spider-Man, right? Yeah, actually, I've played double Stasis Spider-Mans on uh, the team that I had played. Um, and two turns went up really, really quick. Yeah, he's really good. So, you know, we haven't had, seen a lot of events lately. Uh, at least I haven't seen too many uh, lately since Earth-X, and then we still got Rebirth um, out as well. Yeah, we've got two events coming up, um, one here in Lexington and then one out in California that I'm aware of. Uh, there may be others in the works, uh, but nobody has sent me any information on them yet. Sure. Because, man, you've got um, you've got old uh, Billy Batson and Prez Rickard uh, coming into the popper scene. Uh, that Billy Batson is so good for what he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had someone say today that uh, Billy was not that great. Hmm. I'm like, uh, I kind of disagree. Okay. I kind of disagree with that. 20 points for Perplex with a stop click. I, I don't care if he's not turning into Shazam. Well, now, I would even say, I am bold enough to say, now this is not for Popper, but uh, a couple of Billies at 40 uh, turning into Shazam is really good. Um, now, it may not be good enough in the face of Vulture and Hawkeye, um, but uh, there, there is something certainly to be had there uh, having a couple of those Shazams come out. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things that's after, it's kind of, if I've had a different opinion to begin with, um, it's uh, <clears throat> it's changed a little bit as the set has had some time to sink in, and I've had some time to play around with some different stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, that Shazam, he comes out at the 100-point line, right? He comes out in, in a couple clicks into the 100-point, because he comes out on click six. Click six? Yeah. And you can't heal him above click six. You get about three clicks out of him, I believe it is. Um, so, he's, like, so he, he comes out with the prob. Yes. Well, that that's even better than what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, there you go. I mean, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Sorry, that's uh, no, that's not a popper thought, but uh, uh, that's okay. I mean, the, the set's still got plenty of good good for popper there too, because I mean, you're looking at that. Um, Power Girl, uh, Uncommon Power Girl, 
could be a beast because not only okay you're you can boost up or stats you can choose whether or not you want perplex or outwit uh and then give her you know giant reach and she can carry somebody for you too um at 75 points yeah i'll, I'll take that oh that's right and we've got the common superman in this set yeah mm-hmm. that nightwing is pretty awesome too yeah Nightwing with a mini pick a power. I mean, there is a lot of good pauper bait in here. Man, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love that Superman. I'm still disappointed that uh, this rebirth will not, most likely, not be the set for Team Nationals. Yeah, it was pretty good in Seal. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because totally, get, I still say this like, even as a pauper team, just giving like a new player two common Supermans and Popper. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. <laughs> and just and just say, here you go, twenty defense. Like if that's all you could tell a new player how to play, that's going to be really good against a lot of things. Definitely. So. <sighs> Well, no, Chris. I I'm, I think we're looking forward to seeing the you know the accessibility of Popper continue, and um, you know I think the win a map format is uh, an extremely extremely good way to do um, the win a map in a in a very accessible way. I mean, because you're probably paying for the event entry, um, you know, and there's a lot of good prizes with the win a map, so you kind of want some sort of a, what I'd call a bar. To be set, I think, even uh, uh, for some of those events. If someone's looking for a way to get into those events and have a standard in which to look at, that's uh, I really like the popper format for that. Yeah, I also want to mention that for for that championship match, uh, entry fees into that win a map have already been paid for. So the sixteen people who are getting invited are getting to play for free. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Yeah, even better. How many official events have you run? Do you know? In the circuit, uh, offhand, I don't know. Um, I, I would have to go back and check. I know there have been at least seven. But you know, of course, we were hoping for more. But on the other hand, it's the first season that we've been doing things. So you know, you got to start somewhere, and uh, we're just going to continue to push forward and see how we can grow it. going to be sweet. Well, it's definitely the, my favorite of all the pod formats I've heard of. Yeah. No, I agree. I like the rare, I mean, you know, uh, um, I mean, I like being able, I'm always a proponent of being able to use my whole, whole collection, but I think, um, I think where I'm always at with this is that any sort of ban list gets to be too hard to manage. So, like, if you can start including, say, rares, with a ban list, uh, I'm not totally a fan of that. Like, you don't want to include Shredder Clone uh, as a rare. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. That just really becomes too much to manage. Or if you say, well, primes are allowed. Well, there's primes yeah. there. There's primes that are really expensive. Vulture, yeah. Prime Thanos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are, you know, $20 a piece sort of thing in the uncommon and common slots. Um so, you know, I really like the common and uncommon version of it. Um, uh, 
it's really made me think about um, team building and that sort of thing. So that, it's been a good mental exercise for sure. And I mean, the thing about it is that it also still allows you to use all of the game components that you could use anyway. It's just a more limited selection. So, you know, you, you have equipment there, although not a lot and not great equipment. I will admit that. Uh, you've got your ID cards. You've got uh, your Colossals in there. So, you know, all the aspects of the game are still there in this format, but you're just a little bit more limited on what you can use. Mm-hmm. Let you use stuff that you wouldn't normally play. Yeah. Yeah, I like that about it. Yes, I can say that I never would play Shifting Focus, Shifting Focus Wasp, typically. <laughs> Come on, isn't that on every team you build, Dan? You know, I did use her in a in a meta team example uh, where I think I got up to uh, six actions in three hundred points. <laughs> because the the wasp adds an action, Power Woman adds an action, and um, the Star Trek guy adds an action. Um, I'm trying to think of the Star Trek guy. I know that makes Dave super excited. It's one of the, one of the Klingon guys. Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the title character, yeah. Tor? Is that his name? Um, maybe. Yeah, no, he gets action total plus two. Yeah. Um, so you know what? Maybe I got up to seven because it was three... No, I got up to more than that because it's three actions. Leadership gives you a fourth. Core gets you up to six. And this may have been before Power Woman came out. Power Woman would get you to a seventh. And Wasp could get you to, and uh, did I already say Wasp? Three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. You get up to eight actions in a turn. Yeah. There's a lot of points that you're devoting to the gimmick, though. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, you know, I necessarily wouldn't call it good, good, but it, it, it is a, um, it's one of those things that some of the, some of the articles that I write for Majestics, um, that I did this one with the Tribbles article, too, um, a lot of what I think about is just thought exercises. And to that extent, sometimes the thought exercise just has to get... Um, I have to see the thought exercise through to the end before I'm satisfied. Um, so I have to I have to think about how far can I take any certain gimmick um, before I'm satisfied. And in this case, it would be eight actions and three hundred points. But you could totally have any. So, you could totally have a good build that would use uh, eight actions and three hundred points. So you like to watch thoughts exercise, Dan? The what's that? <laughs> I don't get it. You don't get it? I don't. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't get what you said. I didn't hear. What I you said, said so you like to watch thoughts exercise? Oh gosh, I don't. I don't. I don't do anything with thoughts, David. <laughs> <laughs> you exercise them, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. He likes to flex that brain muscle, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's how you end up with some cool stuff, though. It's how you end up with uh, putting Mini Shredder into the open air until he's dead. And then, get, <laughs> and then getting that errated. Poor Mini Shredder. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Mm, debatable. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> what was that, Chris? We're sorry. Our bad. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you guys want to talk uh, WWE next? Hell yeah. Sure. So, so Chris, how... Um, What's your, uh, let me ask you this, what's your temperature for uh, for wrestling clicks? Ice cold. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually had a, a problem with the Star Trek's clicks, to be perfectly honest. I'm a purist and, and like my superheroes to stay superheroes. <laughs> Ric Flair's the superhero. Woo! You know what I mean? Just to some people... <laughs> Yeah, there, there's the thing. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just not really all that terribly excited about it. Of course, you know, I haven't been big into wrestling in a while. But um, even so, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just not all that terribly excited about it. Yeah, I, um, I am certainly excited. Of course, I know Dave and Jason, they're over the moon. Um so I I love wrestling, and I love hero clicks, but I want I want these two to go together like peanut butter and jelly. I don't want them to go together like Diet Coke and Mentos. <laughs> yeah, like I was having that thought today. Like peanut butter just... and chocolate. Peanut I mean, butter, that's good too. That's good. I, peanut butter and chocolate's good. Hope. I do yeah, hope I there is a, a uh, Roddy Piper piece just because I need to get that to go with my uh, title belt that I have signed by Roddy Piper. Oh, that'd be cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no, no Roddy Piper in this in this uh, particular uh, release anyway. Probably that, not. But, I mean, if it works out, they might. I mean, they got plenty of stuff they could release. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tons more. So let's talk about the uh, expansion or the um, solicits that we have. So the Rock and Sock Connection starter includes The Rock, Mankind, Stone Cold, Triple H, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, um, and then uh, the expansion packs they talk about. They're going to be $7.99 a piece, but they're non-blind. Uh, you get to pick what you want. Um, and then we get the Mixed Match Challenge WWE Ring two-player starter set that includes Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles. Um, and then the uh, each of these are listed as their own $7.99 pack. Trish Status, Finn Balor, Big Show. Oh, shit, I didn't know we are getting the Big Show. Uh, uh, Oscar. I love that genuine reaction. Oscar, <laughs> uh, Andre the Giant, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Roman Reigns, Undertaker, Kane, Eddie Guerrero, Sasha Banks, The Rock, John Cena, AJ Styles, Ric Flair, and Triple H, uh, and all new, never before seen pack powers. Which, like, threw a lot of people off, right? So they're all like, is mm-hmm. it going to be modern legal? 
because it has these new pack powers. Um, so and it is confirmed that it is modern legal. Yep, it is absolutely confirmed it's going to be modern legal. So we haven't seen a dial yet, so I don't think we'll see a dial until close to the set release if there's going to be new pack powers. Yeah. I'm really hoping that there's a power to where you can't be targeted from range. Because <laughs> none oh, of man. these characters are going to have range, you know what I mean? They're all, like, fighting with their fists and stuff. So, like, are you going to release an entire set of zero-range characters that are going to get their butts kicked? If you can't shoot these guys and they're good close combat pieces, they're going to be pretty busted. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They can, so, like, I'm worried that they're either going to be, like, super over-costed and not playable at all, or, like, hopefully they're not going to be super busted, which I really doubt. But, I mean, yeah. they, they got to have something to help out, right? Because, like, I'm sorry, Big Show's not jumping... Like up in elevation and punching you or anything like but why that. Do they, like, he's going to get picked any, apart. Bullshit. They don't have any more dis- can do that. They don't have any more <laughs> disadvantage than the other close combat piece. Right, but I mean, like at least like close combat pieces in Batman have like improved movement and like Batman you know, team ability. Like how do you know Andre the Giant is hiding? Well, I mean, I'm not saying that. I don't know. I'm just trying to look at it from like a perspective you know what i mean like andre the giant better be an actual giant yeah i mean if he's not yeah. a giant size then they're just jerking our chains <laughs> you, th- you think we'll get a wwe team ability i don't know i mean i'm interested in what the new pack powers i mean the new pack powers would specifically have to be catered to them right they are going to be specifically catered to them that's what I'm saying. So they have to be something to where I don't maybe know. Wrestling moves. Like. Maybe. Well, I mean, maybe they're balancing effects for those pieces specifically, or maybe they're um, like somebody said, like submissions and pins or something like that. You know, so maybe yeah. there's some kind of special in cap or. I don't know. You can like, you like pay your opposing figures by like pinning them. That would be like fantastic. I guess the real <laughs> question right. is: is which one of these wrestlers is going to have the cosmic keyword? Oh gosh! Because that'll be the. I don't know. Is, is there a stardust? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, is there a uh, Rob Van Dam? Because he was always high, so he could have been up in you know <laughs> space. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm interested to see what the new pack powers are and how exactly they're going to, I don't know. I just don't want to like run my freaking Undertaker out there and have freaking Unimon blast him before he gets to move, you know? Well, I, want, I want to know what the ring does. I mean, right. It, that... it should be special terrain, I'm sure. Yeah. I hope it only, I hope it doesn't have like four ropes either. Um, I, I would say my uh, my thought is is I'm really looking forward to my pick a power pieces getting able being ready to pick these new colored powers. It, if 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 they co- if they come out where with, with that their new colors. Hmm. Oh yeah, and they're not just like some kind of special abilities or something like that. Yeah, they... some sort of new improved movement or something or improved targeting. 
or like um like elaborate death trap type thing. Yeah. Where it's where it's specific to that set, like they had it. Right. Or like uh spells with Yu Gi Oh or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever they had in that fusion or whatever the crap it was. But now See, that's it, kinda what I imagine whenever they said new pack powers. I imagine it was like things like that specifically for that set. It now, probably will be. Now, uh, but on the other hand, if there's new, like, improved targeting, I can't wait for Regent to pick improved targeting ring. <laughs> <laughs> improved movement ropes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I guess, uh, I guess the only way you can get that Shawn Michaels figure is to buy that starter set, right? Because they didn't say that he's a single figure. I imagine that Rock and Sock connection will probably sell better than... Well, no, because the Mixed Max Challenge ones comes with the ring, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was just the era where most people watched. Like, even Chris said, to get him back in the conversation, he hadn't watched wrestling in a while. I imagine the late 90s was probably one of the eras he watched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, all those guys in there are, are ones that a lot of us grew up watching. So, I imagine that one's going to sell pretty well. Yeah. I hope it comes with a Mr. Sacco special object. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh I mean, come on. You know you want it. No, I mean, for sure. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that'd be great. So, um, let's see. When does the solicit say it's coming out? Uh, it don't, does it say? I thought it said uh, August. Everything says releasing in August. I mean, so we should be getting info... At some point, uh, relatively soon, right? No, we probably won't get re- information until July. You don't think? Mm. Yeah. I'm going to be so oh. broke in August. The whole, the whole oh, last yeah. quarter of the year, I'm going to be broke as shit. Yeah. Like, I really I really don't have a problem with the non-blind boosters. I know a lot of people are having an issue with that. I just don't have a problem with it. Yeah, true. I mean, I hate that way, like eight bucks, but like you know what you're getting. You're not buying one and getting something you already have. Right, and and you know, like so, like like Chris said, if there's a Roddy Piper, he doesn't want the whole set, and he doesn't want to have to go buy a whole gravity feed to get a Roddy Piper. You know, and right. like if they if they were blind, Dave would end up with like five Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, and then I'd be mad unless he was really mm-hmm. good and and not unique. <laughs> <laughs> but. But you get what I'm saying is like is wrestling is kind of different. Whereas we get all these Marvel and DC sets. This is the first WWE one, and it kind of like you know I grew up or like Jason watched wrestling before me, so he like still I didn't ever really watch like Red and Yellow Hulk Hogan. Oh man, I grew up on that. I I remember him being like NWO and stuff like that. Right, like I, I still knew of him whenever I was younger, and he was the red and yellow. But I didn't particularly care about wrestling back then. Like my first favorite wrestlers were like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and people like that. So like you can, you know, so like a guy who's a little older can get like a Macho Man, and he doesn't have to get particularly give a crap about getting like a Finn Balor or a Roman Reigns or like someone who's younger can go get themselves. Um, a Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, and they don't particularly care about Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, so... Well, that person yeah. would be wrong. But it's a good mix. Okay. <laughs> of course they'd be wrong, but what I'm saying is, like, that, that's why I kind of am not really... Um, 
it's a good mix for all the all the fans out there i think yeah exactly so i mean like but i don't want to have to buy a whole case to get you know like roddy piper or something like that like chris would chris how mad would you be if you had to buy a whole case to yeah. try to pull a roddy yeah, paper that, that would, i mean that, well i mean i'd just wait for it to show up on ebay <laughs> right but you know yeah. some people are some people you could probably patient and yeah, you can complete, complete this set way easier and cheaper than you can most sets. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you could just go in and and pick. If there's one piece that's really good, you can go in and just pay the flat seven ninety nine or whatever for it. You don't have to go try to buy it, buy a whole gravity feed to get it, or pay you know a hundred bucks like the Captain Marvel to get it. Well, right, but I'm like saying like if I wanted to complete the entire set, I can just go buy every individual piece. And I can, like I can go buy like you know two cases of rebirth for like three hundred and something dollars. And I still don't have all the damn pieces. Right, I mean, it kind of uh, averages out. I think in the end. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna do it a lot cheaper than that. Yeah. Because if you're missing like a couple chases or super rares, you're gonna have to go chase them down and trade or whatever. But like I don't know. So I don't uh, have a problem with it. Our first WWE related question comes from Jerry Jeremy Stallings. Jerry Stallings. Jerry Stallings. Hey, Jerry. Um, (laughs) Do we think that the WWE ring will have the same wording as the boxing ring, or will it be completely different? I hope it's different. I say it's different. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? What would you think? uh, What do you think it should be, Chris? I would be willing to bet that it actually reduces everyone's range to zero. That could be cool. Or you can't shoot into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Can't shoot when you're in it, can't shoot into it. That would be sweet. Yeah. Hmm. Of course, I they like need that. to put a cage around it and then say, once you're in, you can't escape. <laughs> well, we Which all know that's not true. One man <laughs> <laughs> We all know that's not the case. That is that's not, true. That is, true. Not, that is not how it's booked, Jason. <laughs> yeah, well, you ever seen a, you ever seen a steel cage match where somebody didn't get out of the damn cage? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, do you think uh, they have a missed? Christian Bojan wants to know. Uh, we kind of talked about our f- favorite figures that we want to use, but he also wants to know: uh, Do you think they missed an opportunity for special objects? Yeah, I mean, some of them would be kind of pedestrian, or people wouldn't know what they were. <laughs> you know, well, like Jason was saying, Mister Socko. Like, unless you watch that specific era, you'd be like. Why do I care about a sock with with a face drawn on it? <laughs> like, or head? Even if, I guess unless it was really good <laughs> or head, yeah. <laughs> head, a beer. Yeah. You had a beer can special object, which I don't think they would do. But that would be great. Oh yeah, sledgehammer. the sledgehammer would be okay. But I mean, like they've got the so many. All... <laughs> okay, so yeah, there's plenty. I don't know. I just feel like they got enough right now. But I guess it couldn't have hurted, right? Like the rock's eyebrow could have been an object. <laughs> the rock's eyebrow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, but I don't know. Like, I think they, uh, like, hopefully the starter set and stuff comes if it comes with action tokens. Like, maybe we'll get some, like, uh, beer can lights or something. Or maybe a table heavy. Oh, maybe. man. That could be cool. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say that, like, any of these, anything could be a special object. 
um, other, you know, just a very few things, right? Like, uh, um, the, the Sako and, uh, who was the guy with his pimp cane? The Godfather. Yeah. Like, but he didn't ever really use the cane. How about, uh, Jeff Jarrett's guitar? <laughs> yeah. Or, or a champion. Chip belt. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it'd be something to have to grant a special ability, right? Steel chair. Right. Instead of just... Well, I mean, like, a steel chair could just be a light. I mean, it doesn't yeah. really do anything. Yeah, I mean, you're uh, not, you, like... It, you're not a it should be, like, plus one damage. Plus two damage. It'll come back. I mean, like, the urn. The urn could be, like, it comes equipped to Undertaker whenever he would be KO'd and said you return or, like, click whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. Or you could equip it. It's, like, a however many point object and whatever your character would be KO'd. An equipable topic. Yeah, basically. But instead of them being KO'd, they just heal up and it's pulse wave protected. Because that's kind of what Undertaker would do back in the day with the urn. So, yeah. I mean, there are just very few things I think that would be that you could translate. Yeah. Sarko gives you poison and incapacitate. You know, it would just have to be something that is essential to the gimmick of the wrestler at that time, you know? Right, yeah. So Nathan Deal, we talked about his question. Do you think there'll be new powers or just new abilities? Uh, Manny Kinks just has a statement. If there is a hurricane figure, I will poop myself. <laughs> it better have you don't have to worry about work. that, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be pooping yourself today. No. I think uh, Jesse Cote is a little bit ahead of his time for the second WWE uh, set. Uh, Will the new WWE rules include 50-50 booking? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they will. Considering that just came out, what, Monday on Raw on today's Tuesday? What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't watch Raw. Yeah, so uh, there's a wild card where uh, they can go back oh, between yeah, Raw and I saw that. Yeah. Well, the fifty-fifty booking is like when one guy wins yeah. one week and the next guy wins the other week, oh, and like okay. the next week, yeah, 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 and they, they just can continuously yeah. repeat it. It's like, oh, I got my win back, and it's like, well, nobody comes out looking any good. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah okay. I thought I, it was. The whenever I said I didn't thing. watch Raw, I was I was expecting one of y'all to be like, well, you know. A lot of people didn't. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> their ratings are bad. Right. <laughs> and then uh, John Eric uh, Hafford wants to know, thoughts on getting a Hulk Hogan's rocking wrestling cartoon set um, and uh, good and bad guy set. Throw me in a Captain Lou and good to go. Um, Jason, I'm just going to go ahead and assume this falls under the uh, old guy wrestling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was like back when, like I was a kid. Like this is back like in March. <laughs> yeah, they had, they had a whole they had an animated Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling cartoon. They had like Captain Lou Albano and Hulk and African. A bunch of the wrestlers, a bunch of the wrestlers of that time. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's before your guys' time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, it, was on, it was on Saturday mornings, man. It was on. Uh, back when that yeah, back when that was cool. Back when Saturday morning got, cartoons was a thing. You probably know who Captain Lou Albano is, do you? No, I, I can't do. say that I do. Yeah, he was a manager back in that uh, time frame. Big, big, pretty, pretty big guy, long curly hair. 
<laughs> hey, Roddy Piper was in that. Yeah, he was, yeah. I do remember him as a cartoon character for some reason. <laughs> you so, should look it up on YouTube. Yeah, I want to need to do that. Uh, Chris, I just... <laughs> Uh, Chris, just as a hard segue, I realize I forgot to ask the uh, popper questions from the uh, from the comments today. Um, so we'll uh, let's uh, let's do those real quick, and then we'll talk about Black Panther. Can can I interrupt real fast? Yeah, you're fine. Go for it. All right, this is the synopsis for that show, the Hulk Hogan show. All right, this is October nineteenth, nineteen eighty five, season one, episode eleven, Rock in Zombies. A trip to Bobby the Brain Heenan's wrestling theme amusement park turns into a nightmare as Hulk and the gang must prevent a zombie invasion. Does yeah. that not sound fun? <laughs> George Romero wrote that episode. Did he really? <laughs> oh, you just messing with me? I was about to say, that would be crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty old. I was in kindergarten that year. It's pretty old, man. And, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. Wow. So, uh, let's look, it sounds like we answered Joe Gutierrez's question um, in the comments here. Um, there was uh, one or two other ones. Uh, Chris Stockhouse asked, would a ban list work for Popper for Peace Became Too Prominent? I mean, you know, we haven't ruled out that possibility, but to be perfectly honest, I'm I'm really anti-ban list, uh, especially with the way the format's sitting right now. I don't see anything that really deserves it. Um, I can't say that in the future something will not come up that just completely breaks everything, but it, it would have to be pretty drastic. Yeah. And Chris and I were talking about ban list on uh, on Saturday, so uh, he was giving me a little bit of a hard time about that. Um, and then uh, Zach Strong wants to know, um, he says he loves the popper format. How many iterations of rules did you go through before you settled on where they are now? And then are there any changes you've thought about making, um, such as allowing rares or fast forces or starters? Um, you know, really, rules went through two to three iterations. Uh, it, it was just a little bit of a refining process. Uh, we we first had to consider whether or not we were allowing the Fast Forces stuff. Uh, you know, the, the original version was, uh, the version that I knew of first was Fast Forces and Comets only. Um, and we kind of stepped away from that one for the very reasons that we talked about on the Fast Forces pieces. Uh, but two, you know, just commons was going to be really, really restrictive uh, as far as what you were going to be able to build. And to be perfectly honest, with the um, with the distribution of uncommons in in HeroClix sets, it it really didn't make a whole lot of difference as far as prices are concerned on pieces if you included the uncommons. Uh, so we ran that past the, the folks who were interested in the original format and saw what they thought, and they, they liked it. Um, as far as upcoming changes, you know, we're always looking for ways to improve. Um, you know, I can tell you one thing that, that we are discussing for the next season 
is actually removing the modified pieces uh, from the format just because there didn't seem to be a lot of interest in that that aspect of it this season. Uh, but, of course, we're going to talk about it before we decide unilaterally to, to get rid of that. Gotcha. gotcha. Cool. Well, that's some great insight. So, I tell you what, we're looking forward to whatever you change and trying it out. So, Yeah, you'll probably see uh, after the championships in June, we're probably going to take two to three months to discuss everything figure out, like I said, what worked, what didn't work, and uh, better ways to publicize it, and then move forward with a, a whole new season and get people started earning the points as quick as we can. So, let's talk Black Panther um, and the Illuminati a little bit. Um, you know, as usual, we'll do our full set review uh probably we want to get, probably get it out before nationals um but uh, it's going to be a pretty crazy amount of week there so i'll be having a a kid at some point here really really soon um and um so we'll, our vendor black panther review we might be have it broke up into a few different phases here depending on um Depending on how and we have a good period, and we have a preview from twenty third. Yeah, yeah. So those are starting up pretty quick. So we'll be able to get um, um, pretty good amount of the set list by then. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, so I think I just have like a few things that I'm thinking about already on this on the uh, on the set, uh, and I think I've commented some of this, but uh, I'm really hoping that we can see if there is another ch another. It didn't have to be a chase, but another character that is the cosmic cube bearer, like uh, Kobik is. So Kobik is 115 points to wield the Cosmic Cube. Um, and if there's another character that's like Kobik that's allowed to start with one of the Cosmic Cubes and that it's playable, um, then I am probably, I, would, I am willing to say that the OMA is now dead. Um... In that uh, the Cosmic Cube has the, uh, we got to actually preview this piece, uh, so it's up on our Facebook page. Um, the third option of that one is give an action token to an adjacent opposing character if you can't deal them one damage. Um, so certainly you can play it with Cubic and a loose Cosmic Cube um, and equip it. Um, but if there's someone that can start with it that's good, I think it's even better. Um, you can just go adjacent to any, um, any OMA, and, uh, as soon as you do, you, uh, give them action tokens, and, uh, they are locked out of the game. So, I'm, uh, I'm really... Automatic in cap. Yep, automatic in cap, and you can, you can play two of them as it is. Um, you know, because you, you can play it on on cubic, and then you can play one loose. 
Um, but I, I much rather for speed perspective, um, from a speed uh, a speed perspective, um, to just have play someone that it starts with. So that that's that's my biggest thought right now. So I'm anxiously waiting to see if there's another cosmic cube bearer in the set. Um, but uh, I, I also realize that that means that folks are going to have to get two unique chases uh, to get two cosmic cubes. So I can see that getting pretty expensive pretty quickly. Especially right before Nationals. Yeah, it's going to be the wild wet out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chris, are you going to go to Nationals? I assume you are. I am. In fact, I was happy to find out that I actually have the points to qualify. So, But I'm still going to probably play in the grinder or two as warm-ups. Right, right. So, um, you think you're going to play X-Men or try to get something put together for uh, uh, out of the Black Panther set? Or do you not want to say? I don't mind saying. I, I, I feel comfortable with with the Wolverine swarm. Um, it's been doing fairly well for me. Uh, out of the last five events that I've made, I've made the top cut on four of them. Um, I know how the team plays. I know its weaknesses as well as its strengths. Uh, so, you know, I just need to tweak here and there. Uh, I definitely need to tweak after this past weekend. <laughs> Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing wrong with making more tweaks. There's that's not a that's not a problem at all. So, no, I think it's cool. I was uh, I was talking about um, one of these objects would have been really good on a Wolverine. Um, and I don't know if they've got it in here yet or not. I don't think they have it. Oh, I say I think uh, I like the uh, power gem on uh, on a Wolverine. Um, they give it in close combat expert. Yeah, I actually just like um, the power gem on a lot of things for ten points. Um, you know, if you think about it, like modify damage plus one for ten points, like the cheapest perplex is Big Tony at fifteen. Um, so a character mm -hmm. that you may not normally put an object on, but you would have a Big Tony. Um, you know, that's a pretty good situation. And then close combat expert and range combat expert are not um, not inconsequential at all. Um, but yeah, we, we just got the cosmic uh, or the power gem today. And then the possibility for the penetrating damage at the end is bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that too. And it can potentially make things with range that don't quite have enough damage. Um, value valid as well. Um, nobody really particularly coming to mind at the moment, but uh, there's there's plenty of options out there. Um, Sounds fun on the collector. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, if the collector steals it, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, the collector will love to steal it. Um, you know, I mean, collector is one of those pieces that are that's just immediately good. You know, um, he's and just the fact that 
I mean, here's the thing that like makes him good. Um, let's just say he's 55 points with the cosmic keyword, right? So like, if you just like put him and Trey Lane together side by side, they both are really great. 50 points calls out most everything relevant. So that, that makes them instant go up in the I should look at this category. Um, collector can start with the reality gym, which we don't know what the reality gym does yet. But for five points, if it does anything like um, the power gym does. Um, so what were the other gyms? We've just seen the space gym. So it, yeah. did, it did modify, it did pretty much what the AI set did, but we did not get the reality gem bearer in Avengers Infinity set. Um, so for five more points, whatever it does is most likely worth it. Um, and the fact that the collector can steal other characters' objects um, and equip them to himself, that's just really, really good. Um, and then on top of that, um, he can go up to an 18 impervious if they include ID cards, equipment, special terrains, and location bonuses. That's pretty much every team. So like every team currently out there in competitive. So an 18 impervious for 50, for 60 points essentially. Uh, and then he's got in cap. And he can unequip objects from opposing characters using his end cap with an 11 attack. Uh, and he's power cosmic. So I'm not seeing any downside to the collector being um, instantaneously uh, playable. Yeah, there's going to be a whole lot of teams just operating with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's definitely worth it. And he fits well with Mr. Oz, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would say um, we did get a question about Mr. Oz from... Let me get back over to that tab. I was looking at the the points. We got a question from Mr. Oz, or from, not from Mr. Oz, about Mr. Oz, from Matthew DePaz. What kind of teams will Mr. Oz be playing a big part on going forward? And what kind of characters will Cubic make the best use of her rewrite history trade? So let's talk about Mr. Oz. I played Mr. Oz on my Vulture team um, Saturday, and absolutely 100%, I was on the fence about a 40-point character with two clicks um, playing it, and 100% Mr. Oz is the truth. Um, it totally stops the Jean Grey TK trick. Um, it takes them back from 11 square to uh, the 7th square. Um, and, and Chris, I was just realizing this. I forgot to make you roll hyper time. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, so um, that's. I think he's the first character in modern to have hyper time. I can't even tell you the last one. Uh, before Super then, Doom. Super Doom. Wow, that was really quick, Jason, and you were very excited about that. Yeah, I, I just remember that very clearly. <laughs> I guess technically it was the LE Booster Gold. Oh, well, okay. I didn't know he had it. 
Yeah, and then Super Doom, and then Trinity War Prime, The Outsider. So, um, if you can remember to make your opponent roll Hyper Time, um, that's very useful as well. So, um, yeah, Mr. Oz is definitely the truth. 12 range prob that ignores everything with the cosmic keyword. Um... I don't know. I can just see. Uh, I think to answer his question, I can just see Mr. Oz on any team. I just it, a cosmic team for sure, but on a random non-theme, uh, Mr. Oz can be great on that too. Um, he's just a uh, absolutely a great piece. I have no problem playing Mr. Oz at forty points. Um, in the second part of the question, what kind of characters will Kubik make best use of her rewrite history trait? Um, have you guys uh, thought about that very much yet? Not a lot. Captain Marvel comes to mind, but, uh... Yeah, so, uh, I think the craziest trick that I have in mind for that would be involving Captain Marvel... Um, I'll run that down real quick. Let me pull that up. So if you start out with the uh, shifting of the title, Chase Carol Danvers. Um, Carol Danvers, Fearless. Um, at minus four, you can replace uh, Carol Danvers with uh, the shifting focus Captain Marvel. Uh, so that's the 001 or the 010 Captain Marvel. Uh, so 75 points, you bump it up to a 100-point character. And um, then you can use Cubic's Rewrite History trait to replace that Captain Marvel with the Ultra Chase Captain Marvel. Um, and then once Captain Marvel revives everybody... Uh, Cubic, based on the new rules that come in on the 11th, uh, Cubic can rewrite history again and change the Ultra Chase Captain Marvel back into the Shifting Focus Captain Marvel. I think I said all that right. Is that how I explained it, Jason? Uh, that seems correct, yeah. I am a big fan of bystanders, and so I just kind of like the idea of starting off with Earth X Iron Man and get out three Iron Avengers and then switch him to a more offensive piece. Mm -hmm. so Probably not good, but interesting. <laughs> yeah, if there was a... If yeah. there were, and I looked at Iron Man. Um, if there was a 125-point Iron Man that was super good, um, then I liked that quite a bit. Um... So I don't even know if there's quite a Iron Man that that would work with, but there's always more Iron Man that's coming out, right? So yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be an Iron Man or two in the Illuminati. Yeah, maybe there's one. Uh, maybe that one holding the gauntlet on the packaging. Yeah, could be. Yeah, there might be some good uh, Pog like uh, shenanigans with that. I don't know. Yeah, that could be fun. 
Um, let's see what else we got here. Question-wise, uh, I want to go through the Illuminati questions first. We got a random question from Tyler. I think really our last uh, Illuminati question is Justin Harrington wants to know what is your opinion on the hood knowing what Jim's gauntlet we have so far. Uh, so the hood... I um, actually like the hood. I'm glad we got a better hood than we did in Avengers Assemble. Um, the hood is a super rare, right? Believe so. They don't have him added on realms yet. How? Oh no, here he is. Never mind. So the hood uh, can plus five start with any Infinity Gem equipped, and plus fifteen he can start with any Infinity Gauntlet equipped. Um, if the hood is equipped with a infinity gem, make sure I read this right. If the hood is equipped with an infinity gem, remove it from the game without scoring it, then equip him with a different, uh, infinity gem from outside of the game. Um, so I like, so that's I like, your, that's your cosmic cube wielder right there, right? Uh, the cosmic cube, I don't think is an infinity gem. Is it not? Okay. As, oh, as, as that and a space gem, isn't there? Never mind. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, Even though that's what it is. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be ruled as the, uh, the word has got to have the word gem in it. Um, sadly. Um, but no, I like that he can switch to whatever gem is best used for the game or best used for the match. Um,. So the other part of his trait was interesting. Um, when it, or when an opposing character rolls for leadership and the result is one or two, remove an action token from the hood. So the Namor that was previewed today had that as well. Um, is that a comics thing, Jason or Chris? Do you guys know? Say it again. The rule as the world burns. Uh it's been a while since I've read that story. It's been a while. I, I remember that, but I don't remember the specifics. Because he, he had uh, assembled, I can't even get the whole, the whole gauntlet. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah, I didn't read that story, so I'm not really terribly familiar with it. Right. Yeah, my, my comics knowledge is bailing me on that one today. <laughs> gotcha. So... But I like Much that. Like the teams I build, I, I read obscure comics. <laughs> so then his uh, movement power is when the um, hood is equipped with any of the, the listed Infinity Gem, he can use the following effects Space, uh, Passenger 4, uh, Power is the uh, once per turn when he moves after resolutions, he can make an attack, and Reality is Stealth. Uh, if the hood or an adjacent character occupy a clear square, lines of fire to them are also hindered. Uh, if he's equipped with the Infinity Gauntlet, he can use all of the effects. Um, so, I think my my thought here out the gate is go ahead and get the hood in your collection for cheap. Um... I don't know, and this is based on not knowing the whole set, 
I don't see him being useful right out of the gate. Um, and I'll explain why. 95 points or 110 points, uh, 95 is the real number here, is not terribly useful as an ID card battery just yet. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Right, but whenever Asgard Storm comes out as a Connie Ali later this year, that's where that's where things in this point value shine even greater. So that's like the hood, that's like cubic. Um, you'll be wanting a little bit more point value in your. Um, ID card battery. So, um, that that's really my thought, Justin. Go ahead and get the hood while he's cheap on his set release, because I, I foresee him going up in price. Um, and he was a unique too, right? I think. I, I can, I'm not going to say that for sure. Um, I can't tell by the picture. Yeah, so it, it may not be, but you, you, I don't foresee that you'll need multiple of that guy. Um, so I wanted to just look at, uh, and we're not going to, Alex and um, Tyler covered uh, the con previews, I think, on the last uh, Sudden Death. Um, so go over there and take a look at them. We'll, we'll probably cover them a little bit closer to release um, whenever the commentary will be relevant to their release play time um, so uh, you guys have any other thoughts on Black Panther at the moment uh, no I don't know I can't wait to get a hold of it I was happy to see they're putting some more of the BC Avengers in the chase slots I just want to finish that team out yeah because what we got Starbrand today mm -hmm. so now we just need a Black Panther and a Phoenix so if they're going to split the chases half and half again then uh, we should finish the team out. Yeah, or we'll get Phoenix in uh, the animated series set, maybe. Maybe. I hope not. I hope they just give it to us now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't really want to see him though half and half. I want more of these. Uh, I want more of these objects. So, does everybody think that now the, the Ultra Chase is going to come with one of the objects? Is that what people are saying? Now? Yeah, that's pretty much the math points towards that. Man, that's probably going to be expensive as hell. I kind of wish they would start spreading out the objects amongst the rarity some. Yeah, Mighty, yeah. Mighty Thor did a pretty good job really of that. Out. I'd like to see some common and uncommon uh, items pop back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be nice. Well... I think uh, I made this comment after uh, World, after Nationals last year, and uh, while I agree with you, Chris, I also agree that it's a good business decision to include the playable objects as chases. Yeah, I mean, from a business perspective, it yeah. makes it makes perfect sense. I mean, you know, you want to sell product, and that really, really pushes the product to be sold. Yeah, so... I, you know, good or bad, I mean, it's driving people to buy more product, which in turn keeps them producing more product. Um, so it's almost like a catch-22, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's an un, I don't know. It's an unfortunate for my wallet catch twenty two. <laughs> yeah, and that's the truth. But um, you know, yeah, we'll we'll all go probably go chase them down. Yeah, I probably will. I have to go sell uh, sell my soul for some money or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just uh, start selling out uh, Jerry Stalins. Yeah, right. I just start pimping him out on yeah. the corner there. Exactly. Uh, it's going to be an expensive last half of the year. Right. <laughs> so, um, Tyler Spees wants to know, do you think a good change to ID cards would be that they don't vanish after getting so far away? It seemed to be put there initially with the intention to limit them, but has had the opposite effect and has made them much less risky. That's interesting, especially with the point cap. Uh, and a 400 points uh, automatic loss now. Um, no, because that doesn't make them any better. It doesn't make them less risky because we have bounty ID cards. Well, that's true. No, we don't have them for all of them, though. They're not three points either. Right. But, I mean, I, I think that, no, that makes them, that makes them more too powerful. Because there is ID cards that, um, especially some of the running shot pulse wave ID cards that have a big range that are too hard to make a single target pulse wave happen within five squares. But if you can have them go six or seven squares, a single target pulse wave is much easier. Um... Now that I think I know what that was really common with. Now I realize this is an older one, but uh, uh, the old Qua- the Quasar from Nick Fury or Age of Ultron, one of the two, um, had that problem where he had a five range pulse wave, so he could never get a single target off on anything. So you don't think the extra points just hanging out there for a few of those are a big deal? No, because you can always sidestep carry the ID card battery off the board. Or, I mean, well, no, he's, no, he's, he's, saying, he's saying they wouldn't go away at they all. They wouldn't go away at all. Oh, I got yeah. you now. Not yeah, just he's saying they wouldn't go away at all. Yeah, he's saying like, you wouldn't be able to proof them off the map to like you know not get retaliated on or just so they can't score the points off that character by killing it. Yeah, then I would just say that that would just switches it you to playing bounty ID cards. For what you can. like, But you like they don't, there is no Cyclops bounty ID card. Yeah, but then you just don't play it. Well, there you go. Well, that still makes a big difference because everybody back to a cyclops or two. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just changes. No, I have to see it in practice myself. I, I you know, yeah. those, those things where it's an interesting idea and it mm-hmm. might have a big effect, and then again, it might not. So you know. Yeah. But the, you it know, just, I think the the bigger thought of having more reach on some of those IDs mm-hmm. is also a bigger deal. I mean, the, right. the, the reach limits their power, right? Because at least my dude calling it out has to be within five of, whatever, five or six of you. Um, you know, from a, mm-hmm. I, mean, I realize that Cyclops has eight range and all this other stuff, but, um, you know, I can't just call out um, a Superman and then hypersonic, TK him out and then hypersonic to the other side of the map and kill your guy. And and you're reasonably not going to kill Cyclops in a turn. 
Uh, same thing with like um, the new Magneto that's coming out at, at Origins. You know, you call him out on the Headmaster ID at 250 points. You're highly unlikely to kill that guy. I mean, just based on that thought process, my my personal look at it would be you're trading one problem for another. So one one thing is either way, you're going to have a bad result. You know, you're going to have good and bad out of it. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so Alex Kuz wants to know what do you think? What will take? What will uh, it take for you guys to play in more Rock Online events? Chris, have you tried out Rock Online? I have not. I have not been able to find the time between all of my many projects to be able to do it. I mean, it's really sweet. I've played in a couple of events. Uh, Jason doesn't have a computer, so he can't uh, play in them. So, if anybody has a computer, they would like to donate to Jason Alvey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, um, no, I just gonna. It just really comes down to time for us. Um, Friday nights, I actually try to like have to be hero clicks free. Uh, if you can imagine that. Um, I can't imagine that. Yeah. And then Thursday was our weekly clicks event, so we uh, we didn't play in them then. I'll probably try to get into a Tuesday one next week. So, anyways, let's uh, let's wrap up with some final thoughts. Dave, you still there? Dave kind of blacked out on us. Yeah, I'm I'm here. I just kind of was letting y'all do your thing. You kind of you kind of blacked out on Black Panther there. Yeah, I really haven't done much research. I've been so swamped. It looks fun though. I like the hood, so we'll see what happens. What uh what's your final thoughts for today? Uh Mangog. There it is. Classic. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go back to the class. Straightforward and to the point. What about you? Chris? Not what's not your, much like Mangog. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your final thoughts for today? Uh, well, my final thoughts for today is that there is still time for you guys to run pauper events. So anybody listening, you know, go ahead and talk to your venues, ask them to schedule one, and as long as we have the results in by eleven fifty nine on June first, you can get some pauper points and qualify for the championships at Origins. Cool, Jason. Uh, come visit us at Big Bang on May 25th for our regional. Did I not say the date of our regional? Dang. No, we did now. So there yeah, we go. There we go. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for being on today, Chris, and uh, joining some uh, our little uh, time of madness here. So um, we look forward to seeing you on the 25th, and uh, hopefully some other folks will come out. So. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off, and we'll talk to you all next time. Later.